Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 311. Fire, 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 fire. Your daily dose of inspiration, encouragement, and energy from the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. Prepare to ignite now. This is Entrepreneur on Fire with John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Fire. Well, hello, Fire Nation. With eVoice, you can create the appearance of an entire department. Sales, customer support, tech support, you name it. Go to eVoice.com, enter promo code FIRE for your 30-day free trial. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Our other sponsor is 99designs, the place to go for your logo, web, or merchandise designs for your brand. Visit 99designs.com slash fire to get $99 of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Mike Dooley. Mike, are you prepared to ignite? Let's do this, John. All right. Mike has a philosophical adventures club on the internet that's now home to over 500,000 members from over 182 countries. His inspirational books emphasizing spiritual accountability include two New York Times bestsellers that are published in 25 languages. Mike, I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Pretty conventional start to the whole equation. I'm 52. I got a degree in accounting, University of Florida. I worked for Price Waterhouse six years. Loved the firm. Hated my career. Hated my life. I finally, since no one came to save me, which I thought a headhunter would surely do, I uh, forced the situation by resigning left my um, Boston life at home and moved to Orlando, Florida, uh, and was utterly clueless as to what would happen next. Thought it was the biggest mistake of my life, but uh, great things happen very slowly sometimes, and I ended up teaming up with my brother, who's a graphic artist. He's six years younger than me. He was straight out of art school, and then ultimately, uh, our mother joined us. The three of us launched a t-shirt company that would have his designs and my little poems about life, dreams, and happiness on the front of them. And while it was a painfully slow two-year launch to this entrepreneurial adventure, the three of us ultimately sold a million of our totally unique T-shirts to every U.S. department store, abroad, to Europe, to the Middle East, um, in the following 10 years. And Towards the end of that stretch, the trends were declining. It wasn't fun anymore. And since we were ahead financially, we thought, you know, we better just let this go or we're going to sink with the ship, which brought about the scariest time of my life. I thought my life was a train wreck. But in hindsight, the way these things work, you know, you see the miracles, but only when it's something done and happened in your past. And the moment, it seems like all bad, all chaos, all terrible. I had enough money to coast for a few years, but um, but with no idea where I was going, it seemed like everything was hit or miss. But within a few years, I'm on a world tour. Um, I've got books. I've got audio programs that are rocking on the Internet, affiliate programs and viral marketing before anybody else was on board. Now two New York Times bestsellers. Um, 
teaching what I have seen to be a, a theme throughout my entire life, especially evident as an entrepreneur, that uh, our thoughts create the circumstances of our lives. They put the right people on the path at the right path at the right time. And uh, truly, we live amongst miracles. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And the sooner an entrepreneur or anybody else understands the ground rules with regards to living in the jungles of time and space, they can begin to live deliberately and prepare to be astounded. Well, Mike, I can tell that this interview is going to be chock full of quotable quotes from yourself. I've already been writing some things down. I know Fire Nation wishes they weren't driving in a car or on a treadmill because they want to be writing some stuff down. This may be one of those episodes that we just have to transcribe. So let's kick into your success quote. It's a personal quote from you, Mike, and I'm excited to hear what that is. So take it away. In the days that we were selling T-shirts, I would usually wrangle for like uh, days, if not a week, to come up with a poem that would accompany my brother's art that we would then sell on a T-shirt in resort markets all over the world. But we were a bit weird as a company, unusual as a company, because the little poems were always metaphysically inspired. They, they addressed the underlying mechanics of all sciences, which is what metaphysics means. So I would be talking about the importance and the power of having a dream and following your heart and believing in yourself. And however trite that was, we had quite a huge following throughout the 1990s. And there was one poem that really kind of cut me in two. It was so hard to do. And I had like pages and pages of longhand about um, you know, creatures in the sea conveying thoughts to each other. Uh, you have to know the poems to, to appreciate that. But there was one little line that kind of popped out of about eight pages of stanzas. And that one little line had three words in it. Thoughts become things. And uh, I keep coming back to those three lines to think how I could play off of them or move into them. And then suddenly it dawned on me. It's like, geez, those three words, like no other three words in our entire language, perhaps like no other three words in any language on earth. And I totally believe that. It's easy to logically get there. Say more about living intentionally, living deliberately, creating on the fly, as we all do, whether we realize it or not, than any other three words. And what other language is as succinct as, as English? Uh, this is what my German and French and Spanish and Portuguese friends tell me, my Italian friends, my Japanese friends. It's like English goes straight to the, to the crux of things. Thoughts become things. This tells us where we fit into the equation of reality creation. We're the thinkers. And our thoughts literally, as every mystic has told us since the dawn of time, have an energy and a life force all their own that propel them or morph them, if you will, um, into the objects, the circumstances, the best friends, the arch enemies of our lives. It's all a product of our thoughts. And those three words says it all. There's no mitigating factors, not karma, not fate, 
not who you were in the 12th century, if that's where your beliefs go. And it's not a matter of what God decides. We are literally the eyes and the ears of God. My spiritual teachings support the metaphysical um, kind of lessons that, that have a embodied my work for the last 13 years now and it all boils down to thoughts becoming things that's my power quote if you will and it's what I use to kind of guide my every decision my every uh, moment of anxiety it brings me back to source it brings me back to me and this is my message for everyone to go back to themselves and to kind of get grounded in truth that all things are possible and that this principle as rigid and predictable as gravity is why positive thinking is raved about in every community the world over. It's why creative visualization works. It's why there is a law of attraction. Our thoughts power all of this in the most physical of ways. So, Mike, if you could just boil this down into one sentence for Fire Nation to really walk away with, what would that be? I'd boil it down to thoughts become things, choose the good ones. And however simple that is, let me remind listeners that, you know, simple is where your power lies. It's as soon as you start connecting unnecessary dots or going where you didn't need to go, you, you take away your own confidence in the underlying principles. Your thoughts will unfailingly become the things and events of your life. So choose them wisely because they're not just thoughts it's not just words you know these are the building blocks of our tomorrow and our words are nothing more than our thoughts mike i resonate with this incredibly well because one thing that i always do love to come back to an entrepreneur on fire is if you want to be do actions 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 that's one thing we always stress here it's a constant theme going up and i think you've even taken it one step further here with thoughts become things. So thank you for doing that. And we're going to move forward now because we want to talk about your journey, Mike. You've already shared some great insights on your journey, some successes, some failures, some aha moments you've had. But we really want to go down to the ground level now and identify one massive failure, one massive challenge that you encountered at some point in your journey. This is your choice. We want to hear that story and how you overcame that failure, that challenge. Well, it's funny you ask that, uh, and and you, you're right. By implication, there's no one who's been exempt of these kind of trials and tribulations. And somebody just asked me about a week ago in Vancouver where I was speaking, you know, Mike, what was your crisis moment that made it possible for a certified public accountant to become a spiritual teacher? And uh, we laughed because... Because there was a crisis, you know, we all have these crises. And for me, it's the one that I told you a little while, just a moment ago, the trends were declining in our uh, entrepreneurial t-shirt venture for 10 years. Um, Tut.com, well, it wasn't even an internet site back then, defined who I was to the world. My brother as well, my mother as well. We were doing trade shows all over the planet. Um, We were wealthy. Um, we had everything. And then suddenly with the trends declining, I tried direct marketing. I tried to turn it into a direct marketing company. I tried to open up more locations. I tried to close locations. I tried home parties. I tried every, every imaginable trinket and souvenir item, novelty gift item, because we had a whole a range of inventory. But nothing 
I did would work. And I knew about thoughts becoming things. I knew about the power of our words, that we are all divine creators. And I was about 40 flipping years old. And when you're about 40 flipping years old, you're starting to feel old. Of course, now at 52, I know that that was really silly. That was a young age, um, as are all ages. But at the time, it was just like, man, I'm about to turn 40. And I have to start my my life over, my career over. And I don't even know what career to start because I had already worn the corporate America hats. I had already worn the entrepreneur hat. I didn't want to go back into retail, wholesale, and manufacturing. I would wonder what I did wrong. What did I do that I shouldn't have done? Or what didn't I do that I should have done to have avoided the seeming meltdown of my professional life? I would not allow myself, John, to run my air conditioner during the summer in Florida because I was afraid that my two-year nest egg would run out quicker than I could figure out the direction I'd be going. I had enough money to coast for two years, but it was a lot smaller than the mortgage that I had carrying at that time, 13 years ago. And uh, I would scrimp and save, and I was a miser. I, I disconnected my cable TV. I mean, I was so conservative, my accounting, my accountant upbringing, and so um, kind of more mortified with where my life was. It's so inexplicable. That was the train wreck of my life. But what I like to add now is the seeming train wreck of my life. One of the most crushing things about that time in my life was that for the last 10 years, selling t-shirts all over the world with little poems about life, dreams, and happiness, substantive poems that had meat on them that, that would take any open mind deeper than was obviously apparent when they first saw this souvenir t-shirt. Um, for, for me, having um, shared all of that to all of a sudden be in this place where I had no career momentum, I was like, God, dang it, I got to start over. Uh, I was writing about life, dreams, and happiness and putting them on t-shirts. Well, fast forward from the train wreck, two years now, I'm sending out these daily emails called notes from the universe. Uh, they're being accumulated for multiple different books and volumes. Uh, I've got um, a world tour in the making. You know, all of a sudden, I realized the irony. I still was writing about life, dreams, and happiness, but I was reaching more people, which had always been an underlying theme in my, my pining for my future during the days we were selling t-shirts and souvenir markets. Suddenly, with hindsight, I, I was like, holy crap, the biggest dream of my life has come true. And the only way it could do that is if the train of my life came to a stop so that it could change tracks and blast off faster and go further than I had been able to make it go when we were harnessed with a t-shirt company. In hindsight, there was no train wreck. And in hindsight, I never lost any momentum. It was just changing gears, if you will. And so I tell my audiences now who have a, a varied backgrounds, you don't have to explain how or why you got where you now are in order to know and explain how to move forward from it. What's the answer? Your thoughts become things. Your words become things. Your actions become things. Once you have a new end result in mind, 
All you need to do on a daily basis, and this speaks to your action, John, is to show up, be there with these seemingly futile baby steps. And and because you've ordained the magic with these new dreams in your mind, these new end results, the universe will connect the dots based on how you showed up. Even if it was to a job you hated, even if it was winding down something that broke your heart, you don't have to explain how you got where you now are. And if it hurts, don't even try. In order to explain how to move forward, the logistics of life and reality creation are incredibly simple. Thoughts become things. Hold that vision in your mind. Do not worry about how your dream will come true. Those are the cursed house. And then your life will unfold like mine. I pinch myself, and I'm sure you do too, John, at the fairy tale existence I'm living, I'm in Tahiti one month, I'm in Kathmandu another month, I'm in um, Kuala Lumpur with Mind Valley, I'm in Hawaii, I'm, I've been touring the world, home more than I'm away, so it's not that exhausting, um, but for the last 10 years, I've got these, you know, you, your intro shared it, I've got these books in different countries and different languages, and, and I sometimes wonder, what role did I play? My measly little baby steps shrouded in self-doubt. I I mean, I'll tell your listeners now, when I was kind of emerging from this seeming train wreck 13 years ago, man, I was negative. I was terrified. I was pissed off. I was demoralized. I was depressed. But at the same time, Every morning, I would visualize for five minutes, the end result, not worrying about how I was going to get there. At the same time as I was demoralized and scared, I created vision boards and scrapbooks and put pictures on my refrigerator and on my bathroom mirror of of things that would be reflective of my dreamed of life. Um, I continued to show up, even though there was, uh, I joked this past weekend with a different audience in Victoria, it's like, you know, not only was there no light at the end of my tunnel, there was no flipping tunnel. (laughs) You know, I didn't know where a break would come from, but this is why it's so important to be showing up and physically going out there in the world because the universe knows what you want as soon as you dream it, and it's pushing it towards you as soon as you dream it. And of course, you don't know how. Your brain's too small. That's not what the brain was designed for. Just like digital GPS navigation, you don't know how to get across town to this neighborhood you've never been to where, you're, where your hot date is waiting. You don't have to know how. You just have to know the end result. And in two seconds, it calculates backwards from the end result, and it knows the shortest, quickest way. It's the same with divine intelligence. You define the life of abundance and laughter and friends and being of service. And in that split second, the universe knows the shortest, quickest, happiest way. Given the 7 billion trajectories represented by the 7 billion human beings that are now on earth, and it knows who the best partners, clients, customers, agents, um, business partners would possibly be. And it's changing the equation as you and they times 7 billion change their mind. No problem if you change your mind. So long as you continue showing up, there can be a recalculation, recalculation. Like if you're going to your new girlfriend's house and you pull off to the Dairy Queen, you know, at first it's going to tell you make a legal U-turn. And if you go far enough off path, it's going to recalculate the new shortest, quickest way. There's always 
away. And when you know the mechanics of life, like I laid out, thoughts become things, your words become things, and you do your part, you show up with baby steps, no matter how seemingly futile, and they will always seem futile, even if there's no light at the end of the tunnel, nor even a tunnel. Do what you can with what you've got. Print the business card. Take the part-time job, I encourage my listeners. This is not a cop-out. See it as a enabling uh, as a stepping stone to the day that you'll be full-time in, in the life of your dreams. And, and you become totally unstoppable, just like with digital GPS navigation. Have an end result, put your car in gear, and you have to arrive. Mike, there are so many things that I want to pull out of there that I just really enjoyed, that I really resonated with. One visualization that you said was there was no train wreck. There was just a changing of the track. And I love that because so many people have these situations in life where they do feel like they've just had that train wreck, when in reality, it is just that. It's not a train wreck. It's a changing of the track. It's a different direction or the same direction, just at a different speed or elevation, what have you. So there's just so many good things to pull out of there. I wish we had time to analyze them all. But what I want to do right now, Mike, is talk about one thing that's really exciting you right now. Pull it out for Fire Nation and share that. Wow, one thing out of so many. Well, you know, it's this new discovery of service. And I know that sounds like such a beaten cliche. And I used to hear the word service and feel like running the opposite direction because service is so commonly associated in our primitive society with selflessness. You know, and I am not a religious person, but I'm an extremely spiritual person. Unfortunately, my religious heritage encouraged, you know, put the needs of other people before your own. Well, in a sense, as an entrepreneur, if you can meet the needs of other people, you know, that's a home run. But the notion of kind of dying to your dreams and living for the needs of other people, uh, you know, I think that you're not going to be of much service to anybody if you're not listening and moving to the beat of your own drummer. So uh, that was the juxtaposition and the quandary I used to be in. But what's exciting to me now is is being of service and realizing you can do it for a price tag, you can do it as a titan on Wall Street, or you can do it in the slums of Calcutta. Just follow your heart as you're doing, John, as my life is doing now, and you will automatically, as an example, be helping other people. And more pointedly, as your life really takes off, uh, what I have found in my life is you know, once you start getting the toys and the bling and you've been everywhere practically you've ever dreamed of going, the one thing you, you really, really want is to to help other people get to be where you are. Because all of a sudden, it's not desperation anymore. All of a sudden, I'm not trying to survive anymore. All of a sudden, it's like, you know, I've been there. I've done that. I got the dream car. got the dream house. got the dream uh, partner. You know, I'd like to see some people who who don't know that their thoughts become things be reached. And so my service now is a train the trainer program. We've had four conferences. Everyone is more successful than the last. And the most exciting thing is the attendees are actually returning home, taking the stuff out there and training, whether it's in a living room or at a Starbucks or on stage in front of an audience. And our motto is reaching those who have not yet been reached, which came to me when I was helping this 
homeless woman in uh, Portland. I thought she was 60, but in the street light, when she looked up at me, I realized she was about 16. And I screamed in my head, you don't have to live like this. And I simultaneously, silently screamed in my head, yeah, but she doesn't know that. And so I have been uh, working in the local jails here, tantamount to to writing more books, uh, new deals, uh, making more money, uh, side by side and finding out they go really well together. And this is the most fun I've ever had. Mike, so many inspiring things. I mean, I know that Fire Nation has gotten the theme over and over again by hearing these great interviews from entrepreneurs, the theme of just service and of giving forward and of providing value. And I don't think anybody's done it quite as well as you have to just open that up and say what that really means. Thank you for sharing your journey thus far in life. I am personally incredibly excited about tracking your progress as you continue forward and go forth and conquer new and other exciting activities. And now we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, are you getting ready for that long-awaited, much-deserved summer vacation? What? Entrepreneurs don't get vacations? Just kidding. I'm a big believer in taking time away from your business, and what better way to ensure everything continues running smoothly than eVoice? eVoice is a reliable voice service with all the advanced features of an expensive phone system packaged up for one low monthly cost. eVoice provides a simple and convenient way to access and manage messages on the go with call forwarding to your mobile, home, or any other number of your choice. Plus, their online administration portal keeps user configuration, greetings menu management, and number assignments simple, secure, and accessible. With eVoice, you'll be creating the appearance of an entire department, sales, customer support, tech support, you name it. Go to eVoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE for your 30-day free trial. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Our other sponsor, 99designs, is the answer to all your design needs. Do you need a new logo for your business? What about some sweet web design? We could all use some new infographics, Facebook cover pages, and banners. Incredible graphic designers at 99designs are waiting to help you out. They'll work on projects you define, and you'll assign the budget that works for you. There's a lot that goes into starting a new business. The paperwork, legal considerations, personnel, and day-to-day operations... Get some help with the branding and marketing from people who know their stuff. At 99designs, you choose the best submissions for your project and give feedback until results match your expectations. There's a 100% money-back guarantee and stellar 24-7 support. Visit 99designs.com slash fire today for a $99 power pack of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. And now we've reached my favorite part of the show, Mike. We're about to enter the lightning rounds, and this is where I get to provide you with a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds great. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, I didn't know how. I didn't know how to become an entrepreneur, but those are the cursed hows, and you don't have to know how. You have to know what the end result is. Happiness, fulfillment, abundance, service, and the universe will connect the dots. You state the end result and then show up, go to trade fairs, listen to John Dumas, uh, Mike Dooley, and as you appear in the world, the answers will be provided. Love that. What is the best advice you've ever received? 
I came at a dark time in my life. Uh, this was a time when I was working for Price Waterhouse in Boston, and I thought I was going to get fired. You know, and in hindsight, you look back and you're like, I can't believe I made such a big deal out of that. I can't believe I was so scared. Uh, I don't think I was ever really close to being fired, but I was going through a difficult time. I had a difficult manager. She hated my guts, and um, I thought it was just ruin. I thought I was all curtains, and my uncle told me this old piece of advice that uh, maybe your listeners have heard. He said, things are never as dark as they seem, and, and if you're in a scary place, that sounds like, oh, wouldn't it be nice? Like, you know, oh, yeah, but you don't get my situation. But, you know, dang it, if it wasn't true, you know, the storm passed and I kind of laughed at myself for making such a big deal out of it. And I remind myself, although I have such horrible <laughs> low points very rarely now, it's been about 13 years, but, um, you know, we're all human and I'm learning and I'm an adventurer and, uh, you know, I... I I'll never forget that, that no matter how bad things may seem, hang in there because things change for the better in a blink of an eye when you least expect them. So, Mike, what is one specific action that listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams? Set aside a little ritual, and, and all of your listeners have heard this before. They've all nodded their head before. They all said, I'm going to do that one day. But I mean, make it a ritual like brushing your teeth, and that is for creative visualization. Pick a chair in your house. Pick a time of day. Go and get a kitchen egg timer, okay? It counts down to zero. I set mine for four minutes. You can set it for whatever you want, and then the buzzer goes off, and you're done until the next day. Don't do visualizing more than once a day. It's totally unnecessary. And don't do it longer than four or five minutes, you know, 10 minutes, absolute max, because you'll start daydreaming, and then you'll say you can't do it. Create this ritual just as you do with brushing your teeth. You have a place in the house. You have tools for it. The reason you do it probably at least twice a day is because it works. And so does creative visualization. And if you're really terrified in life and you're really scared, that's all the more reason to do it because it works. Even though it seems like the least likely area of traction, it, it'll do the most for you. So take it seriously and do it. In addition to all else that John and his other, other interviewers uh, have shared with you. So, Mike, what would a good three or four minutes visualization look like for an average listener here? What should they be visualizing? So this is where we go straight to the end result. This is where you go to the high fives and the laughter. And I want you to feel the tears of joy running down your face and taste the salt in your mouth. I want you to feel the warm embrace uh, of others who are celebrating for you. I want the, the phone to be ringing off the hook. It's your cell phone. It's your landline. It's your car phone. It's your boat phone. It's Okay, yeah, you got a boat phone now. Now you got a, a plane phone and a helicopter phone, you know, and, and your life is just soaring. And you just go to these little clips. They can be little nanoseconds. Do not worry about what you're celebrating. The universe will connect those dots. Do not worry about how you made it through the challenging times you're now in. Go to the end. You're flying on Virgin Atlantic from New York or Miami or Orlando to London, Heathrow, London, Gatwick. You're flying upper class. You've got this sleeper seat. They keep bringing you mimosas, champagne and uh, orange juice. And the flight attendants, they're checking you out. 
this is awesome. And you're watching your computer and your laptop and you're dozing in out of dreams with your Bose headsets on. That's a perfect visualization there. You're going to the end. And that end implies that you've had all kinds of success, that you're popular, that you're healthy, that, that you've got financial freedom and the opportunity to pick and choose where you want to go. And do you see, I didn't say, imagine that you've just sold $100 million in real estate. Imagine that you've just climbed the ladder. Imagine that you've just gotten promoted. Those are hows. You might be right. You might be wrong. Let the universe pick how. Go to the ultimate end. You know, you're, you're walking through your new home and, and you're smelling the new tile floor or you're smelling, um, you know, whatever the carpenter has been working on, the new uh, bamboo floor. Those are great end results as well as the emotional high fives and hugs without worrying about how your dream came true. The universe will give you hows based on how you show up every day, where you go, what doors you knock on. Wow, Mike, my adrenaline's pumping right now. I don't want to speak for Fire Nation, but I'm pretty sure theirs is too. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? Well, apart from uh, checking you out, John, on the internet, uh, and apart from my own website, a uh, resource that I use, I'll tell you one. This is nothing spiritual, but all of you entrepreneurs out there, if you don't already know about it, you're going to know about it, particularly if you like and love to travel like me. TripIt.com. Have you heard of that, John? I have heard of TripIt. TripIt.com. It's an app for your Android. I believe they have them for iPhones. Oh, my God. It has transformed my life. Uh, as a travel tool like nothing else. You forward your itineraries from hotels, from airlines, from car companies, from even, you know, a bus line or a ferry line. You just forward it to, to plans at TripIt.com. It recognizes that it's coming from you, and it parses the whole thing. It reads the whole thing and all of your itineraries for, you know, a crazy whirlwind around the world trip to Malaysia or Paris or Germany or Switzerland, like I've just got back from, you know, everything is put into order. So that's my favorite resource lately. Love that, Mike. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything else that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Mike Dooley. Mike, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? The Seth Material Changed My Life, uh, written by Jane Roberts. The Seth Material. This is like 30 years ago. There's more contemporary versions of that kind of work out there, but uh, that's what came to mind. The Seth, S-E-T-H, Material by Jane Roberts. Wonderful. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, and if you haven't already, you can get the audio of this book or any book that you want for free by going to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Mike, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Since I'm starting all over, I would redefine my end results, where I want to go with my life from that point forward, financially, emotionally, health-wise. I'd use that laptop to get images off the internet, pictures of people living the kind of life I want to live, 
in the kind of homes I want to have. That would be the absolute most important thing that I could possibly do, to anchor in my mind a place for my wandering imagination to go. Because after all, nothing is more important in all these jungles of time and space than the thoughts we choose to think. So I'm going to have these images glean from the internet on my laptop. And then because I'm a person who, who loves to kind of put my ideas into word form, I'd probably start doing what I did 13 years ago at the lowest point in my life when all I had was a a clunky old desktop computer and a slow internet connection. I started sending out inspirational emails that were very, very brief, but compact and stated cleverly so that even though it was a theme other people had heard of before, they were hearing it in a brand new way from me. And uh, I would use that inspiration myself to inspire myself, to ward off my own fears and negativity as I shared it with the world. This is what we're talking about, being of service. I'd be doing what I wanted to do, which automatically would lead me to to offering it for other folks as well. And I'd begin collecting, uh, you know, uh, growing a database, probably with constant contact or some emailing service like I now use. I still use constant contact, private label. And... uh, that those initial bits of writing would turn into uh, books, would turn into an audio program, would turn into speaking invitations, would turn into world tours, mimicking the life I've now created and the path that took me here. Mike, I have truly enjoyed hearing about your journey, hearing about your philosophies and just your state of mind. It's just so refreshing to see. It's so refreshing to hear and to be a part of. Share with Fire Nation how we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. T-U-T dot com. Tut, like the Egyptian pharaoh, dot com. Just T-U-T dot com. And there you will see on the homepage that I send out a free daily note from the universe. Um, There's no catches. There's no hidden anything. We don't spam. But what we find is that perhaps 5 to 10% of our subscribers, and there's a half a million now, are so in love with the notes from the universe that they end up showing up in my audiences or buying a book from me or Amazon that I've written. And that's, that's my business model. But, but for your listeners, I would most highly recommend getting the free notes from the universe. They are the most popular thing I've ever done. Probably the most popular thing I ever will do. Um, And they cost nothing And every day, the universe will remind you in a one-paragraph email of life's beauty and your power. This is the best I have to offer the world, and it's free at tut.com. And you'll also see all else that I'm doing. There's speaking events. There's Tahiti again. There's Peru again, and blah, blah, blah. But the notes are the nucleus of what I have to offer and what people can get from me. Well, Mike, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. I look forward to that, John. Thanks for this opportunity. Fire Nation, you're not alone. When you join our mastermind community, Fire Nation Elite, you'll be joining a tribe of like-minded people who are here to help you feel confident about your business, help you find the right track, and help you grow your business, launch your new products or services, and become the entrepreneur you've always wanted to be. 
100% support, 100% of the time. Visit FireNationElite.com to fill out your application and schedule a one-on-one 15-minute chat with me today. Last reminder for the episode, go to evoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE. You will not regret it. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.